Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Recording. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learnt from it. Howdy doody, Phoebe. Howdy doody, Julie. <laughs> it's been... It's been a hundred years. I feel I've lived a thousand lifetimes. I'm sorry, who are you? I don't even know where to start now. Like, I know. Where do it's we start been so catching long. up from? Because it I... was like the beginning of September or something was the last time we properly <laughs> kind of recorded. So, yeah, I my microphone had dust on it. I had to blow the dust off. <laughs> and my headphones broke in the, in the last couple of months. So I'm... Really, yeah, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> this one might be a bit rusty. I think it's going to be rusty. It's We've forgotten how to talk. But <laughs> to also we have had like a few messages about like when we're going to record, what we're going to talk about, because I think if we try to recap the last three months too each, if you guys got like a nice six <laughs> hours. hours squirreled away, <laughs> yeah. because so I think we're just going to yeah. have to choose some choice moments to recap yes. and sort of delve into yes. and then we can maybe yes. just pick up other bits as we go because I think we're both it's yeah I feel overwhelmed but like, yeah <laughs> even thinking about it well yeah, should we start maybe instead like I'm going to throw I haven't even asked no. you about this but I'm going to throw it out there just because yeah. I'm trying to think of how we recap okay why don't you tell me the best and the worst moments of the last three months oh god should have given me the bloody warning <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! It's like, like Julie, where... <laughs> I don't I yeah, hang on. Best and worst. Jeez, I can't really re- I don't even remember what I had for dinner last night, Julie. Like, okay. I can't right. remember what's happened in the last three months. Let's ditch I mean, that section. The best that was a short part was... section. It's in the bin. No, no, no. Let, let me just just give me a minute to like let the synapses slightly kind of try to reach each other. <laughs> hang on. That's okay. Um, I was like, all right, we're done here. I've I've done my waiting. <laughs> no, no. So 
No, it's fine. Um, you have to cut out the 10 minute long pause while my um, brain whirs into action. Um, I mean, the best part was when I, I went back to England. Um, so that was amazing. I went um, back for my mum's 70th birthday, um, but I also got to see obviously lots of family and catch up with my best friend and um, my sister. And it was just so good. Like it was, it was amazing to you know just hug those people and you you know your people like that you haven't seen for so long and it just yeah it was fantastic and was really lovely kind of um to be there for her birthday and it was just full of doing stuff like it was just so busy like there wasn't like one minute where I felt like I just stopped <laughs> at all um the the worst part of the last three months was, was possibly also that trip <laughs> because <laughs> it was also extremely challenging for me and difficult so it was it was kind of you know no I mean that's a lie there has been other moments that probably not really relevant for the podcast um but um traveling you know by yourself with a child going that far sleeping on random places in random places not very great sleeping kind of <laughs> scenarios um it was it was quite challenging so there was there was it was full of extreme highs but it was also by the time I got back I was so ready to come back because I was just absolutely kind of exhausted like emotionally physically mentally everything like I was so depleted um I really really missed like my boys and my husband I I didn't think I would um I mean, obviously I knew I was going to miss them, but it was, we went for three weeks and I've only done two weeks with just my daughter before. So three weeks actually felt like a week too long. That last week, I just really felt like I was missing my limbs or something. I I just pined for my children and my husband so much. Um, So that made it really, really hard. And I think it meant that the last, the last week I just sort of really wanted to get home. Um, So yeah, it was a great, trip but it was it wasn't without its challenges and long haul flight that far is just not nice I think I'm just too old for it <laughs> it's just really horrible but yeah that that was yeah that's pretty much the highs and lows of that trip what about you I think everybody is just absolutely not interested in me at all and all they I've had just people going we just want to hear about Julie's exhibition so well do you want to talk a bit about like what's been good and bad in the um life-wise I hadn't even thought about how to answer my own question myself that's really welcome well, welcome know. to um welcome to our podcast guys <laughs> if you're new here this is a little bit how it rolls. yeah we should say we should say hi to the new followers listeners yeah. listeners are they yes the listeners. listeners we should say hello to the new listeners um I suggest you go back to the beginning <laughs> this is gonna sound like an absolute shocker this is just a catch-up episode, and um, yeah, I don't think this is going to be our best work, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> uh, um, but so yeah, like you've it's you've had a lot, you've had a lot happen in the last few months, and so yeah, do do you want to talk about? Uh, um, yeah. Look, anything? I think. Okay, so. If I think about like the best and worst in terms of art for me, because mm-hmm. you know me, that's 
<laughs> Straight to the cut to the chase. You didn't ask. You didn't say art. Oh, cut out all that bit where I'm talking and would ask me again at the end. No, no. People love your waffle. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll add some some art content later. Okay. So the best for me art wise was definitely the opening. So the opening night, I was really proud of myself. So I remember thinking the night beforehand, I can't remember if it was you who was texting me or someone else. And I was like, it feels a little bit like the night before you have an exam mixed mm-hmm. with the night before Christmas. Because I couldn't okay. decide how stressed I was or how excited mm-hmm. I was. It was like that weird combination of yeah. both. Because um, it's, it's the same, it's the same, um, it's the same chemical in your body, isn't it? stress the sort of excitement and nerves can be the same physical kind of feelings yeah it's kind of hard to pinpoint which side you were falling on I think so um but I'm really proud of myself that actually on opening night I did just do away with all of the other stuff I think that goes on in the back of your head like I didn't for me, I think because it was in my hometown and I had so many friends and family that came and people that had, yeah. you know, some of my good friends travelled to come and that was just really, Amazing, I don't know, a little yeah. bit mind-blowing for me actually. It was such a good night. It felt like a party that I didn't have to host but that oh yeah, wow. it was like all like literally felt like probably like as big a crowd, bigger crowd than I would have had at my own wedding because we only had wow. like 30 or 40 people at our wedding. So it was... It was really fun, like, getting to see. And it was all people from different parts of my life as well. So, mm. like, people from previous careers came, so from different fashion jobs that I'd had. There were past students of mine that came. Oh, Lots wow. of people who bought work previously came and were, like, showing me where it is in their houses and no. sort of reconnecting with them felt really special. And a couple of flappers that I'd sort of gotten to know while I was in town and I sort of – little shout out to Maddie and Rita because whether they like it or not, they've got a friend for life now. I'm like, okay, so we're friends. And <laughs> yeah, um, of course. So that felt, I don't know. I felt like I had a little um, mm. connection to the pod going on through the exhibition as well. And like, there were a few other people yep. that listened to the podcast that came, which was really lovely. And it just, I don't know. It felt like a really, I felt like I sat back and I had quite a few people say, I can't believe you made that much work in a year. And you've also got yeah. a baby. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm actually proud of myself. And that's not something that I say lightly or often. Where, mm. And I think, you know, it was the space fit the work quite well, which was really mm. nice. And so it really did. My work filled the space and it just it was really nice to sort of see them play off each other. And a lot of the um, a lot of the doubts and concerns that I'd had, I just I don't know. They weren't front of mind that evening. That's good. So that was really nice. I'd had a few chats with the mentor that I used Willie beforehand, and I think that really helped. I think that was really good for me anyway in terms of just not focusing on it as like the be-all and end-all of my career if it, I don't know, if it didn't go well or if it, like all of those things that you Mm. worry about from other people's perspective, and I was able to just enjoy it for me. So for me that was, I think, more than any other exhibition, I was able to let go of that stuff and just relax. And it wasn't like it, I've done well, don't get me wrong, but it's not been my best performing exhibition. Like it wasn't a sellout on opening night or anything, but that mm. still didn't, I wasn't focused on that that evening. So it was really nice. Like on other evenings where I've more or less sold out by opening night, I've still spent been more stressed out on previous evenings than I was that evening. Mm. And it's not that there weren't things going on in the background that were really stressful. 
it's just for whatever reason that night I let go of it all and it was really great. So that You've was, grown. yeah. Tick, tick. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's good. I'm so glad because like it is an absolute like uh, outstanding feat of like <laughs> accomplishment. I don't even know. The, I don't even have the words to like articulate properly how incredible what you did was hmm. oh i'm getting emotional thinking about it <laughs> but like yeah i just was so proud of you and i wish i could have been there oh, buddy <laughs> um because it's just like i i can't even imagine creating one piece of work as amazing as one of yours let alone an entire room of them mm. and to do it in the time frame that you did it in with a baby it's like uh, it's phenomenal is is not even the word that kind of comes close so the fact that you that probably don't see it from that perspective I'm sure you you don't you, you're too modest for that but I I'm glad that you have recognized that what you did was an achievement and that you were proud of yourself because yeah i think you you are you you have a standard for yourself that is so incredibly high it's almost unattainable and so to be able to see it all in that room and go yeah i did this and i'm proud of it and it does look good and actually that's quite an achievement like that's huge to hear you say that out loud like it's it does feel like a bit of a turning point for me and I think it will shift things for me going forward as well. Like I feel like I've had a few conversations with people about sort of what comes next and I mm. think in the past I've been so busy chasing something that I haven't actually not really good at slowing down. Like when we yeah. were, when I was in Melbourne and everyone's like, are you resting? I'm like, I don't know how to <laughs> I'm not really good at this. <laughs> I'm, not. I'm actively resting. Um, I didn't do any art and I really struggled with that while I was at home. But yeah. the actual, like what to do in the evenings really. Was yeah, like, I was going to say, I was like wondering how you're going to cope with that because I struggled in England for yeah. years not doing any work, but I don't paint in the evenings. So that wasn't unusual for me. Um, and we were busy in the day. So it wasn't like I was twiddling my thumbs. But I was thinking Julie will have evenings and yeah. she won't have any of her supplies. So how is she going to, what's she going to be doing? <laughs> did lots of catching up with friends, which was great. Yeah. But it was oh, also good. on the nights where we were at home and there wasn't, you know, I posted to Instagram, I'd done, like responded <laughs> to my emails and then I was like, so what, what do people do? <laughs> like I did lots of scrolling. <laughs> it was just like, this is, did then I was like, watch this feels like TV? Always. Did you watch movies? Talk to your husband. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, we did. And um, spent a bit of time, like, with my mum watching, yeah. you know, interior shows and design shows and had a lot of fun doing, you know, the sort of stuff I don't yeah. usually luxuriate in. Mm-hmm. And then sort of, you know, going for walks with my husband, taking photos, like, still taking photos of clouds and stuff. Yeah. He's very tolerant of that. He actually quite enjoys mm-hmm. it, which is good because yeah. I don't know many people that would just be happy to sit there for 40 minutes well, me, while I photograph I would. clouds. Because <laughs> I'd be doing the same the other side. Um, no, so that, you know, that part of it was good, but I remember thinking after everyone was like, you know, what's next, what's next? And I was like, you know what I think next is that I kept telling myself when I was pregnant, this was going to be the year of doing things a bit slowly. I'll have time for the (laughs) podcast. I'm going to do a bunch of small works. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, I'll just throw an exhibition in the mix. It'll be fine. (laughs) Um, and I think I was so 
busy chasing everything because I was worried that if I slowed down at all, I'd lose all of my momentum. Mm. Mm. And I think I'm starting to lose that fear a little bit. And I think slowing down will probably, I'm not saying it'll be easy. I think it will be difficult for me, but I think I will appreciate it more. And I see Mm. the need for it. I think a little bit more as well. Like I feel like I pushed myself to the limit this year and now I want to pull it back. And if I'm going to spend my time painting, I want it to be for the right reasons and I want it to be quite considered and I want to leave a little bit of room for spontaneity and not just be booked up. Yeah. Because that was, it was such a big year. Like, imagine if you did that again next year. I mean, that would be madness. So I would, I, have I would take out. you to one side yeah. and say, Julie, that's no. <laughs> like, because you would, like, you did it, but if you had to do it again, like, yeah. You know, if you're on that, if, if that's now the new momentum, it's not a, it's not necessarily a healthy pace to live at. No, no, to, I couldn't sustain it. That. Like, you, you need to just, yeah, like, it's, and that's good. That's, it kind of just, that rhythm of, of like, really intense and busy uh, there has to be a lull like the weight yeah. coming in and then pulling back and it's like the fact that you're relaxing into that pulling back kind of time of like actually what what will emerge yeah being, slowing down like what what will bubble to the surface and I've got lots um, of ideas popping up which is quite exciting it's good yeah exciting um so that you know that sort of fills me with lots of uh, the feeling of opportunities coming up again mm-hmm. and having the space for those. Yeah. Like I pushed I mean, out yeah. a lot of my commissions and I've still kept some of those delays in place because I'm just not willing to be, there was just no room for anyone getting sick. And mm. like one of the big changes I've made is I pulled my youngest out of daycare, which I think is the right move for me, which I was quite surprised mm-hmm. about, but it feels like even though that will leave me with slightly less time for paint, I think it's, mm well yeah he wasn't um, ever he was always you know he was, he was like the most lovely daycare center and I wouldn't want yeah. him anywhere else but he was always sick and always at home and I'm like if I'm not if it's not working well having him there it's not gonna work for me having him anywhere exactly. at the moment and I think that was like a big thing to yeah yeah acknowledge and just sort of think what else is gonna work better for everyone and you found a solution that yeah means you'll still have time at home to paint and you'll have less phone call saying can you pick him up because he's got a temperature yeah <laughs> so yeah well that's that's good that's you found a workaround and that you yeah you're slowing down a bit and letting these things I'm glad that you haven't just gone right okay I've got to crack on my commissions list now and get, pump these out and get them all done in the next six months like, I mean I was pretty excited to get back to the studio I mean I have already done one commission since finishing the <laughs> exhibition so yeah. well that's you know. not surprising but it was just like do you know what I think there's nothing more solidifying than when you get home from a holiday and like I was so excited to get into the studio mm. it was just like ah yes I cannot believe yeah. I do this for a living this is yeah 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 it I, is I know how you felt yeah and <laughs> the I think smell when you walk in you're just like ah oh, yeah this is my place <laughs> I am home. <laughs> and I think the worst thing, so there's probably been two things okay, that yeah. I probably categorised. I mean, there's a few, but I think the things that I'll talk about today. <laughs> um, my artworks got stuck in customs for a couple of weeks and it was mm. like the longest two weeks of art purgatory of just like sitting <laughs> and waiting. And I remember someone saying, how come they ask you to get your artworks there six weeks in advance? And I was like, this, this is why this they is want why. you to do it six weeks early. Because in my head, I was catastrophizing so bad. Mm. And just the waiting and waiting, yeah and waiting. not knowing oh and refreshing your email <laughs> it was bad anyway I don't know how many times a day I checked that FedEx 
clearance thing. <laughs> and then on top of that, do not – do you know what is – the only thing I can compare it to – so I started Googling – FedEx and customs clearance. Oh, oh, no. It was like Googling a medical problem. <laughs> the prognosis People wasn't People were good. like, I had my goods stuck in there for over a month or two months. Oh. or like, And I was like, I've only yeah. ever had good experiences with FedEx, but like there's all of this. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm never using FedEx again. I'm never sending things. You know, I was just <laughs> had a few rather dramatic moments in my own mind. <laughs> but anyway, they got through and it was, you know, it is it was what it was um and then the other thing I think has been I've just been missing talking and podcasting and I feel Mm. like it has been one of those realizations that I think talking about things and processing them like not just with you I think the just with me oh thanks sorry babe (laughs) not offended um no no but I think (laughs) Having the podcast is what has made me realize the importance of having art conversations and that Mm. I think any friendship, it takes effort. And Mm. I think it is that it's been that driver to making effort with my art friends. And so Mm. I really missed you. And then we got back and then between your kids and my kids, and then I've been sick (laughs) as you can probably hear. And then we've also got scaffolding (laughs) up around our house because we're recladding. And so we can't really podcast during the day, except today it's raining. So we can Yes, Trying. it's just been so hard yeah. to just even, like, talk to each other. <laughs> and I've sort of been holding off as well, like, because I was like, well, I want to chat to you um, and it to be fresh for the podcast and not for you to feel like, oh, I'm rehashing a story that I've already told you. Like, it's <laughs> nice to hear it first time, you know. Um, but, yeah, I have really missed it. I, I was so excited when, when I got back from England that we would record and then you ended up having to go early to Australia and so we kind of missed that opportunity and then I was like oh no she's gone (laughs) (laughs) and then um yes it's just been kind of it really did make me realize how um how I don't know I just sort of enjoy my practice a bit more with Mm. this this podcast and um yeah we're not doing it you know we're not doing it for the like an income or we're not doing it like because it is some kind of ulterior motive it really is just like a nice opportunity to um sort of force us to sit down and have a conversation and be reflective and that in itself is a hugely um rewarding and kind of important Mm. part now I think of of being doing what I do I see Um, an episode in our future on a reflective practice and the importance mm. of that and community and stuff like that. Yeah, because I, I did my um, open studio and I really wanted to do a chat with you about that prior Before. to doing it. And I think I didn't, because we didn't, I possibly, I don't know, I feel like I would have done some things differently and I, I don't know if I went into it with the same. I felt really flat going into it. Oh, buddy. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was what it was it was fine and you know but I don't know it kind of was like maybe I would have been different if I'd had that chat with you and I could have gone in a bit more excited and I don't know done things a bit differently and made some different decisions and yeah it was just kind of like it just was interesting thinking like how like not having a person to bounce ideas off Mm. I have other friends I'm really lucky whilst you're away I kind of (laughs) lent on my friends Helen and Inga a lot with voicemails, my other art friends. I got to meet Inga when I was in Melbourne, yeah. which was really awesome. 
so yeah so I was like sending voicemails to people that way but um I don't know there's just something about having an intentional sit down where it's it's not just two minute voicemails back and forth you know yeah it is I do think it's different and I was I was going to say also today just so that people know we were just going to aim for today being you know a 30 40 minute catch up but we might pick up some of these issues like the open studio like I it's one of my things that I have two big questions for you Mm, one is mm. I wanted to hear more about that and I don't know if that's like a small chat or a long chat Mm, with me it's always a long chat always a long chat (laughs) (laughs) so maybe we Um, pick that up as our next episode and the other one is I wanted to talk to you I can see that you're doing another class soon oh yes another paint and sip and what your feelings are going into that because this will be your third one fourth one third for adults yeah 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 cool yeah okay well i'm sure we can flesh out a podcast around those so uh i know we talked about your best and worst of your trip but can you dig in i'd love to know your best and worst art things that have been going on while i've been missing because i need to know all the details oh gosh i just i can't even really remember what i painted like since talking to you last or what's happened um i i suppose the the worst thing probably has was a bit disappointing when i so i did a story sale um where i kind of usually after the open studios will put any pieces that don't sell and like you know put pieces up for sale and it didn't go as well this year as it has previously like sales wise um and like i still sold quite a few small pieces and it was the same with the open studios i sold a lot of small pieces i was really busy i mean so those the two things really that the the open studios and the post open studio sale both of them i sold only like small pieces of work like Mm. under under four hundred dollars um which and New New Zealand dollars, which like you know, like peanuts compared to any other dollars, um, and so I was expecting it. I I kind of had braced myself for it because of the economy at the moment. It's just absolutely pretty dire, if I'm honest, in New Zealand, and I'm worldwide. You know, everyone's struggling, but it. I knew that I probably wouldn't sell bigger items or higher priced items. Um, but you still hold hope and you think, mm. but maybe I will, maybe I will. And I think it's hard because my the market I'm aiming for are people who are affected by, you know, that the price crunch really. Then they're not my prices aren't like I'm not the market I'm reaching is not necessarily like a big ticket market. Like it's I'm in that kind of two thousand and under bracket with my prices. So the people that will I think normally by my work are the people that are affected by the prices of everything going up at the moment and the cost of living and thinking about Christmas and having to, you know, feed their families and stuff. So it it wasn't a surprise to not sell bigger things, but it certainly is difficult because it's this time of year usually that I will make my most amount of money. Yeah, so I think it's been a bit hard because this year I haven't had like usually I do a, a, a well not usually because I'm still new to this but the year before I had done a collection that I launched to my website and sold out of so I had that 
income and then the open studios and I did really well so this year I haven't had a collection that I launched privately on my own website like I, I've just had works going elsewhere but because that those sales have been really slow slash non-existent yeah. and I haven't had the time or the capacity to do like my own website launch of a collection I haven't had that income and now I've had like my slowest or my you know like probably my lowest um over studio since I started doing them um followed by like a kind of slightly underwhelming story sale where only the smaller pieces sold I I did feel quite gutted yeah (laughs) I'll be honest because it's like if I start totting up what I've made this year it it really does seem quite a small number comparatively and that's where I've gone I've talked to a lot of other artists um and they you know lot of people are in the same boat and a lot of people are finding the same problems and issues and it is it's a really really hard business to be in when you're making a non-essential item that is you know not really gonna fill someone's mouth or food (laughs) but you know not gonna put food on the table it's just a luxury item basically and people are not really spending money on luxury items the same way as they were previously so I'm trying really hard to keep my morale up, but I think because I haven't had you to t- chat to about it. Oh, honey. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at you crying. <laughs> no, that is really tough. And I think you fall into that. Um, and I think it's not just a trap of of a conflating success and sales when you are trying to make money from your art because you're you because you depend on it 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 is a really tough space to be in and I know quite a few artists this year that have moved away from doing that who have taken up their old jobs part-time mm. just so that that pressure comes off because it does it can be really yeah and we talked about we had a, an episode about that and I mean I applied for a job so yeah I did apply for a job I went for an interview first interview I've done in like 15 years which was absolutely terrifying and <laughs> and I didn't get the job <laughs> so that was even like yay yeah <laughs> how to how to fail fail at selling work fail to get a job <laughs> like I'm really really keeping the uh podcast on brand <laughs> um so and it's just it is really hard for me because there are lim- I don't know people could be probably saying hey you just go and get a job find some job somewhere else but and I have looked and there you know and I have tried but there aren't there is a finite amount of jobs in the area that I live you know we live in quite a small place um my husband works away from home a lot we don't have family I've got three children some of them have additional needs there there's a lot of factors I've got to yeah. kind of that I've got to segue together to make me finding a job that's not self-employment achievable. But I think, you know, in that note, I think you don't give yourself enough credit of what you do, what you have been doing to keep yourself afloat. So I know you've got your next class coming up, which I think like the feedback that I've been hearing about your previous classes is so good. Um, Yeah. And then you've been doing mentoring, 
which again I know you seem to be getting a lot from as well as giving back to like which is a really nice two-way street and then I know you've been doing some social media stuff as well for people so yeah yeah so I've been doing yeah so I've I have been throwing the net out of like how else can I you know broaden my income stream um in a way that works with our family and my skills and things um you know short of going and being a traffic warden or something like that doesn't really fit <laughs> around the school hours anyway I but you know all those things you can still use your creativity and your skills and your passion as well which I really like yeah so yes it's just about that and it's like like I really want to do to film an online course and I know there's a, a, a gap in my market that like I couldn't mm. I could um I really want to I started to and then it all it's just it it's just that I've I struggle with the technology side of doing that and my husband with his work is so busy yeah. and he's doing a PhD and it's just like trying to find the time it takes such where a he can help me stuff. Yeah. exactly so it's like it's I'm not capable unfortunately enough to be able to just do that all by myself without his help and um tech tech yeah. expertise so I, I did say to him like I you know, like really 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 want to try and do it before Christmas and he so he's he's really busy at the moment but hopefully we might be able to even if it's just like a really mini short thing yeah that I could get out there um, similar to what I would do with the um, with my paint and sip type thing yeah, yeah. so um, but it it just does depend on like setting up cameras and stuff and getting audio you know it's just it's like you think things look easy it's like oh do a podcast it's easy as soon as you start like delving into it it's like there's a lot of steps that are involved beyond just to kind of press a button press record done (laughs) publish exactly it is it's Um, like it's you have to think about it so much I think it's such a mental process putting something together like that because yeah especially when people are paying for it you want them exactly. to feel like they've got the outcome that they set out for exactly exactly so that is I think rather than get all doom and gloom I did get a little bit doom and gloom at one point and kind of go down into the spiral 2 a.m spiral of like I mm. can't sell my art I can't do art and I can't do anything else so what is my purpose I'm useless yeah. I can't do anything and I was like okay that's not really helpful. So, okay, let's just try and think how else can I yeah. do things. Um, that 2 a.m. conversation is always... Yeah, yeah. so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I've got some ideas for things and um, I'm just going to have to be... Not, I don't know, I just don't want to give up. Like, I think perhaps if it wasn't for you in this podcast, I might have given up by now. <laughs> but I don't want to leave you hanging with a podcast where there's only one artist and the other one's just a failure. So. Don't be. No, no <laughs> I'm try not even talking with it. like that. It's just not. You've just hit a bump. This is just a bumpy mm. patch. And I think, do you know what? You're going to learn so much by how you navigate your way through it. Mm. Like, I think. I did several jobs plus art for such a long time because I wasn't brave enough to do art on its own. And Mm. I know that there's like time restraints for you. And when I was doing that, I didn't have kids. So Mm. it is like there are, but it took me a long time to only do art. And I think, you know, this is probably one of the toughest years to just try and make your living from being an artist, but it's, 
you know, for anyone that's not out there having conversations with other artists, it's really, it is a, it's a tough time and lots of artists are going back to doing their side hustles yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, put money in the bank at the moment. It's not mm-hmm. unusual. You're not, it's not you. Yeah, that's what I keep having to tell myself. It's like, it's not a reflection. Like, because the, the, the Open Studios, the, the positives from that was like just it was such a lovely day we were so lucky the weather was absolutely glorious and it had been forecast to be terrible so um and actually since then it's been terrible so it was just one of those days where the sky was completely blue and there was you know a light breeze but it was a pleasantly warm temperature and all the people were out wearing their lovely dresses i just saw so many lovely dressed people you know <laughs> and um it was it was just such a busy like my garden was busy the, I don't know if people I did put a little couple of stories up but it was just full of people all the time and I had um three other um like artisans so I had you know they we we they try to do it so we don't all have um art so if you're an artist with a studio then they will put like a jeweler and a potter and a you know a, a textile artist so it's it's quite a mix so each garden has like one of everything um which makes it really nice so um, I had the, you know, these other three other ladies and they were just so lovely. And the people coming through, like I was talking constantly. I think I stopped talking for about the last hour. It kind of went quiet. But from the beginning of the day for about the first five hours, it was just constantly talking to people who were just so lovely and generous with their praise and their, you know, sense of oh, like so awe. Nice. At, you know, not just me, but everything. They were like, this is just the best year. Yeah, the standard is so amazing. And I love this piece. And oh my gosh, if I had enough money, I would buy that one in a heartbeat. And do you have this in a smaller size? And do you have a print of this one? Because I love it, but it's, I just don't have the budget. But, you know, it wasn't like people were just like looking and then walking off. Like yeah. the feedback was just so encouraging and lovely. And it did make me think, oh, I wish I'd had this feedback before so that I knew what people want <laughs> because everybody just seemed to be like do you have a print of this or do you have it smaller or have you got it under this price so that was good in a sense of like well next year going forward I could try to remember some of those things if the economy is still in a bit of a wobbly place then I'll remember those that that feedback um but yeah it was it was a really nice day and um as far as the best thing that's happened in the last little while, um, art-wise, I had my work selected to go through to a prize. I saw that! Which is really lovely. And I know that they sent an email saying that they had far exe- exceeded the amount of applicants to the spaces. So that was nice because it wasn't like you got accepted because we need to fill the walls and there's, you know... <laughs> We, we're just going to put your work up because it looks bad if there's not enough art up. It was more of a case of like we had a lot of applicants and we need to now select them because we've had mu- more applicants than we've ever had before. Um, we can only give, you know, space to 240 artists. So um, to get that email to say you've been selected to go into the exhibition, which is the Aspiring Art Prize down in Wanaka, um, and that's hey. in January. Yeah, so it's not it's not a it's not immediately now, but um, it'll be in January, and yeah, really really excited to just be a part of that, and you know, really hope the piece sells. Um, there is a prize, so you know, never know. You may be in the 
running to win win the prize the money prize money so fingers crossed you never know <laughs> but you know um more 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 it's more about just being a part of something like that which is just a really lovely feeling to not be rejected for a change <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'm going to be really rude and wrap that up there because mm-hmm. otherwise i feel like we're just going to keep talking forever yes. okay um enough of me waffling and um julie have you got any art fails i've got an art fail here from charlotte buskin artist who sent it through us um sent a lovely funny little voicemail to us through okay. instagram so here we go and i had a very big artist fail today um so i thought that i would share it with you in case you're interested um so i was doing a very cool photo shoot um just to get some pictures for like Instagram and my website and everything and decided to go and take my like easel and canvas and everything to the beach. Um, Great in theory. But when we were trying to get some cute like shots with it next to the foam and the water, popped down my um, canvas and uh, my box of art supplies and then all of a sudden, this huge wave comes and sweeps it all away, um, which is, you know, funny, but not funny when I realized my phone and my keys were in that oh. box. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think she did get the art supplies back, but but never the keys. Can you imagine? What oh. I love about that story. So I'll pop some photos in the newsletter as well. So she had the photographer with her. Oh, and so gosh. the photographer, you know, I first instinct it. wasn't... <laughs> I'll go and help. Run and help. I'll catch some photos of this. Oh, no. And I think they probably were having that. a giggle about it until she realised what else was in yeah, there. Yeah, until she realised, like, oh no, my phone and my keys, actually. <laughs> I thought that was pretty gold. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Hey, so if you are listening and you have a funny fail or, a, you know, that's not too traumatic that you want to share with us, um, do head over to our Instagram um, at fail like an artist and send us a one minute long voicemail with whatever happened and we will endeavor to play it out <laughs> uh, we haven't okay. got any shout outs this week what i'm going to do no. is i'm going to refresh that form there's a few things that i think i want changed so by the time mm, this goes out you. yeah because i don't have enough to do but <laughs> uh but when this goes out if you've got any shows coming up any cool things that you want us to talk about or tell people about Go and pop your details in that form and we'll read it out on the air. But otherwise, Phoebe, I cannot wait to get back to a more regular recording schedule. Uh, But bear with us because it's going to be a funny month or so. Is it? Oh, just because I've got work going on at home, so I can't record during the day. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. See, funny month, funny month. (laughs) (laughs) Funny ha. Funny ha. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you, Julie, for chatting with me today. Um... Do uh, make sure you send this to a friend if you think they would like it. Send them a link to our podcast. We love that. It means a lot and it does help us reach more ears. Yeah, please Um, click the follow button. I know you're probably sick of hearing that from every other podcast, but it does actually help us improve our engagement. So, yeah. Lemon engagement. Um, people are loving the memes over on Fail Like an Artist Instagram, so do make sure you're following us there if you are new to the podcast. But until next time, Julie, thank you so much. Bye. Keep failing. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.